All right, can you hear me okay? <laughs> hey, -o. there we go. <laughs> All right. How are things in the Florida's mullet? I mean, uh, America's mullet down there. <laughs> I saw that on a t-shirt that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was passing through the Atlanta airport um, last weekend and someone had that shirt on that Florida is America's mullet. And I was like, oh, that's better than the other things Florida's been called. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that puts you living right behind the ear on where you're at in the state. <laughs> Tim is the eardrum. All right, so I think it's just going to be us in here. So I want to jump in here. And man, this week, uh, did you did you get a chance to follow any of the news this week on the market? Uh, just a little bit. Oh man, it was nothing but a heartache and diarrhea. That's all that was. So essentially, let me get here. Let's get in here. Essentially, what happened is on Monday we all freaked out because we were scared of what Jerome Powell was going to say on Friday, and then we turned out and freaked out again on Friday when he actually said it. So as, so as a club, we had some we had some pain in there. Let's see here. Let me get over to that screen. So I'm going to show you where we're at each one. So here's this in Amazon. Now I added, added a couple of things onto the chart here. Oh, I guess I gotta make sure I'm sharing the screen with you first. Uh, on screen. Okay, can you see that chart? Uh, one second. We are trying to get my screen set up too. Yep. All right, good deal. Okay, so I added in a couple of, these are called drawings, but they help us to, what I like using them for along with the alerts is just to kind of mark points in time, because I'm at a point in trading where I'm looking at easily two to 300 charts a day. So being able to draw notes on the screen really helps me. So I want to show you how I did these so you can mark, mark time for yourself also. If you right click, you can add a drawing. And the vertical drawings are time level. And the horizontal ones are price level. So I can pick a point in time, like right here, which was on July 25th of 2022. And this is when we took our, that's when Amazon stock split right there on that day. So it marks a moment in time for that stock. If I do the price level drawings, then I can mark a moment in price for a certain stock. So like this one, you can see, I've got a line set right here that if, Amazon drops below $125. Let me see if I can get it to zoom in. There we go. If Amazon drops below $125.64 a share, 
then that's a 10% downside exposure. Oh, I think I lost you. I, I'm here, but I think Mark left. Yeah, let me give him just a second to see if he gets a chance to come back. Well, for those of you guys that are going to watch this at home later, if you're using Thinkorswim, you can do this on any trading platform, but if you're using Thinkorswim, then you just open it up, you go to add a drawing. If you're going to add a drawing that has to do with price, at what the stock was doing at a certain price point, then you do a price level drawing. If you're going to add a drawing for what the stock was doing at a certain point in time, then you add a time level drawing right there. So price and time. So I also have an, uh, I have a line set here. You can see this is our sell order for 250 and it's at $153.55. You're like, well, why, what does that mean? Well, if the price hits that, if the current price moves from 130 up to 153.55, then we're gonna clear $3,490. And that's gonna be a 10% return on investment for this, this Amazon trade. Now remember, we already cashed out once with Amazon. This will be our second time of cashing out with Amazon. I'm kind of kicking myself because I should have waited for us to get back into Amazon when it got back down to 130. It was hovering there around 140 for a while. So it kind of felt like that's the direction it was gonna go. And then it falls off the cliff with all this bad economic news and now it's down to 130. So tomorrow, I'm gonna be trying to get out of some other positions to free up more cash to go deeper into this because we want to buy as many shares of Amazon as we can when it's at that $130 price handle because we know that Amazon's going to trend back up. So let's talk about how do we know that. Well, this is where we go back into the fast and slow moving averages. So right here, if you look at these lines right here, so this is your slow moving average is this red line that follows this trend with the price. The blue line is your fast moving average. The slow moving average represents 100 increments of time. And if you remember what that means, we have our chart currently set to three years, one week. So the slow moving averages represents 100 weeks because that's what our candlesticks are, our weeks. So slow moving average is 100 weeks. Fast moving average is set to 25. So that would be the last 25 weeks. So the slow moving average is the trend of how the stock has performed for the past 100 weeks. The blue line right here is the trend of how the stock has performed for the past 25 weeks. The idea being stocks, prices, everything wants to return back to its average. That's why it's called an average. That's why it's called the mean because everything's trying to get back over there. So what we're looking at in this scenario is, of course, for the past 25 weeks, Amazon fell off a cliff. So we're actually right at where the fast moving average is. It's in line with the fast moving average, which is trending down. But that slow moving average is still up here at $155.58. So you're going to find that the stock is going to find itself somewhere between those two. Well, we're not in a hurry. So we'll ride Amazon all the way up from this fast moving average, all the way up to where it's at with the slow moving average. You're close to it. We'll get right out, we'll get out before, right before the slow moving average is crossed. With the idea being that the stock wants to return to the average. So it's going to keep pulling itself up. Human behavior, trading patterns are going to keep pulling it up 
until it touches that high average again, and then it'll pull itself back down again. Because if you look over the past three years, you can see that that's how the stock performs. So you can see that fast moving average was always out in front. And then right here, around April, we had a crossover where the slow moving average became higher than the fast, which means right now Amazon is getting beat up. But when they come out of this and it reverts back to that 150 price handle, that's where we get to make our money in the middle. And in between, we're just in Amazon, a growing company, period. So that's what we're looking at for this, this trade right here. So that's where I wanted to kind of show you guys. That's what these lines represent. So now I can just look at this chart and with one glance, I can see, all right, we are getting close to being down 10% in Amazon, but we're not there yet. We still got about $5 a share to go. And I can see that where we want to be at at 153, we need to go up about $23 a share to get there. If we do end up buying more shares tomorrow, it's going to lower uh, the price that we have to hit for the same amount of profit because we'll have more shares in the company. So to know that where the stock is going or how it's performing, that's where we put in these alerts. So to the top side, we have an alert for when the price crosses over 140 and another one that crosses over 145.50. Because if it does that fast, that means that the stock may be running. So then we can move our order higher because the stock may run up even higher than the 153 we were looking at. And then to the downside, I've got alerts set up here at 130 and at 125.64. So right now the stock is at 130.26 for the bid and 130.30 for the ask. So there's a good chance that when the market opens on Monday that this first alert for 130 is gonna go off because the stock is gonna drop below 130 a share. We're gonna get scared not then, we'll start to get scared when it hits the other alert, which is the 125.64. Because 125.64 is the limit that we wanted for our downside exposure. We didn't want to lose more than 10%. So as long as the stock is trading above 125.64, then we're above 10% and we're doing good. Yeah, any question on that one? No. Okay. okay. So that's where we're at with Amazon. The next one we have here is Disney. Same idea with the slow moving average and the fast moving average. Disney is currently trading right where its fast moving average is. Believe me, a lot of stocks have been really beat up over the past 25 weeks. So it's currently trading with its fast moving average. What we are doing is we're staying in it and riding it all the way up toward its slow moving average which is up here, the slow moving average is currently 153.13. And we're gonna stay in the stock to 146.6. It's gonna be a 20% return on investment. What's the likelihood that the stock gets back there? Pretty good. It's touched this line at least five times in the past three years. And that's also what you're looking for. When a stock touches the top side price line, that's called the resistance level which means this, the market resists the stock going any higher than that. So it'll hit that level and bounce back down again. It'll hit that level and bounce back down again. That's the resistance level. The stock market resists the stock going up there. Okay, on the other side of the coin, you have when the stock goes down and bounces off a bottom line, that's called the support level. 
which means the stock market supports this stock at that price. At this price, we support that. We believe that it's worth that. So the support level, the, price, the stock will drop, hit the support level and start to bounce back up. For the resistance level, the stock will hit the resistance level and drop and come back down. So throughout the course of any time period, the stock will hit different support and resistance levels. The one we care about right now is how many times in the past three years has Disney crossed over the $146 resistance level? Because that's what we're trying to wait for it to break through right now. So what are the odds that it breaks through there? Well, you can look. For a good month and a half right here, it hovered around 146. Then starting right here, for the better part of a year and a half, it was above 146. And now just recently, as soon as this uh, past March, started dropping from that 146 all the way down. So it got all the way down to 92. Oof, I wish we would have been buying in at 92. But in the past six to eight weeks, it's gone from 92 back up to 114. So there's pretty good odds, pretty good probability that Disney goes back all the way up to the top. We just want to keep an eye on it to make sure. But again, that's why we have our alerts set up. So for Disney, we've got an alert set at 120, top side. Then when it touches our downside exposure, the 10% down, that's what's going to cross over 109.95. So we're good in Disney as long as the price doesn't drop to 109.95. We still haven't lost 10% of our investment. We're in turn, it may drop a little bit, but then bounce back up again, just like we said on the top side. It may bounce off the bottom, that's its new support level. So our goal is to stay in Disney and ride it all the way up to 146.60 and just hold our position till then. And then in the last meeting, we talked about Scott's Miracle Grow. So I'll show us again for that one as an open trade that we have. So Scott's Miracle Grow, same kind of idea. Where is the fast? So for Scott's, it's even better because Scott's is below its fast moving average and it's below its slow moving average. So we could just ride the stock from 72 back up to the fast moving average of 96 and we'd be making $24 or about $20 a share profit. If you wrote it from 90, if you wrote it though from where it's at right now at 72 all the way up to 160, now you're talking about $90 a share profit. Well, we may or may not want to hold on that long, but we're at least going to split the difference and hold on to right here. And that is at the, that's at the 125 price handle. So we're going to basically wrap the stock up from the $77 that we got in at all the way up to 125 and essentially clear about $50 a share. And we own 150 shares. So that's basically what you're looking for when you're placing trades. You're trying to figure out to the best of your ability, when do you think that stock is going to go back in the direction? First, do you think it's going to go back the direction that it came from? Is it going to go back up? And second is when. Well, if we're using the goal of the upward trajectory to tell us what are the odds that it goes back up, it's got an upward trajectory, it's probably going to go back up. The next rule of thumb being, is it below the moving averages? Well, at least if it's below the slow moving average, it should be going back up within the next 100 weeks. If it's below the fast moving average, it should be coming back up to at least the fast moving average in the next 25 weeks. So depending on how long you're wanting to hold, if you're below the fast moving average, be prepared to hold for 25 increments of time. In this case, there are weeks. If you're below holding below the slow moving average, be ready to hold for 100 increments of time, which in this case, again, is weeks. So we're just basically going to stay in the stock for the next three to six months, 
until it gets back up to at least 146 price standoff. So those are the three positions we're in right now as a trading club. Because the market dropped so much over the weekend, we actually don't have the dry powder we need to look at any new trades. Because basically, we're going to have to wait and see how the market plays out to give us some of our other money back that we were down before we can put that money into new things. But that doesn't mean we quit watching. Be looking for things that are performing below their fast and slow moving averages. Even if you don't have this chart set up, you can Google what the slow moving average SMA or fast moving average FMA or moving average is for a stock. And you can then see is it trending upward or downward and is the current price below the 25 or 100 week moving averages. So we're gonna call this meeting a little bit early. I'm gonna get this recording and everything up so everybody can see kind of how we trade and what we're doing. And um, if you guys have any questions or thoughts or you see any stocks that you'd like us to investigate more, throw them in on the message board uh, on the Mighty Network site for Oakstone and we can talk about them more there. We can run them through the seven rules and see if they fit. All right, have a great week. I will see you guys next week for our trading club weekly trading meeting.